Hey fellow nerds, I'm Megan Smiley and this is the Lawyer's Escape Pod. For those of you who've gotten into practice, looked around and thought, so this is my life? I get it. You're in deep and you feel stuck. You may have no idea what the next step would be, or maybe you have an idea, but think it's unrealistic. I truly believe that there's a path forward for each of us if we're intentional about finding it. And this podcast will be a great source of advice and inspiration for you to make that leap to a more fulfilling career. Hey guys. Um, So I am doing something a little different today. I don't have a guest and it's just me chatting to you. Um, You know, I know that some of you may be aware, some of you may not. I've hinted at it and mentioned in certain places that I have made some big (laughs) changes in my life. So I have now quit my job and moved to San Diego and am starting a business. Um, So I thought, because I think it's relevant to a lot of what we all experience in thinking through what it is we want to do with our careers, um, what my experience has been. So I wanted to just jump back and kind of tell you the story that has been going on in the background and um, let you know what I'm doing now. And um, yeah, jumping all the way back to 10 years ago, uh, that's when I quit my law firm. And, you know, we talk a lot about how hard that can be to actually leave the practice of law. For whatever reason, that just felt so necessary or obvious to me that it was hard to figure out what to do in some senses, but it wasn't, um, it wasn't the identity crisis for me that I know it can be for, for some people. Um, on top of that, you know, what I had decided I was going to go do was work at a law school. Um, And that, of course, is not some wildly (laughs) crazy thing to do from the practice of law. So, you know, it quote unquote made some sense, um, stayed a certain course in the law while adding in one of my interests, which was sort of all things international was definitely a better lifestyle, which was important to me at that point, for sure. Um, And it worked. I found a job that really sort of matched all the things I was looking for. And it felt really right for quite a few years. Um, But then I'd say maybe three or four years ago, after being there for a while, um, I just that feeling of being stuck started coming back to me. The job was fine and and there were still aspects of it that I liked. It wasn't like some nightmare or anything, but it just was that a number of years in, it started to get repetitive and I didn't feel like I was growing. And I looked ahead and from my position, there's really only one position in law school sort of senior to that and that's the assistant dean. Um, who was my boss. And truth be told, I didn't really look at her job and think that I I wanted it, (laughs) which is always a little bit um, concerning. And, you know, there are a lot of people that could stay in a position like this for a lifetime. Um, And a lot of people in higher ed do. Uh, 
I am not someone who can do that. <laughs> it just is not how I am built constitutionally. Um, but sort of realizing that, I felt super at a loss as to what the next move would be. Because when I left practice to do this, I just thought, well, now this is my career and I'm going to stay here. And I really had not thought past that because I didn't think there was going to be a past that until I was in it. Um, but I felt super exhausted because I was like, I, you know, I made the big leap. I left the practice and I'm here. And I just, I really just had no idea what I should do if this wasn't it. Um, and so I was sort of just stewing <laughs> my paralysis for a while. Um, I didn't feel like myself. I'm, as you may have noticed, normally a pretty upbeat, like see the possibilities, happy person. And I just was like very down because I just, I wasn't seeing the future. Um, and I didn't know like what the first step to figure it out would be, like zero clue. Um, so I did what probably a lot of you guys are, are doing. I started listening to podcasts and reading books to try and find some inspiration. Um, I started meditating because people kept saying that's a good thing to do to help get clarity. And let me just tell you, I'd sit down to do this and just be like, um, this does not feel like it's going to give me clarity. Are you kidding? Uh, but I just kind of blindly followed that advice and kept with it and did it every day. Um, and I do think it, it ultimately does help. Um, and I just still struggled figuring out what kind of jobs to do because, of course, you know, podcasts and reading and meditation are not things that, oh, tomorrow you flip the switch and you know what your life plan is. Um, so I was trying to look to see like, okay, like what other places might I go work? I, I thought of doing events at a law firm because that kind of combined things I knew. But then I was like, no, that sounds awful. Um, events are very sort of time sensitive in a way that I'm not sure I wanted to do. Working in a law firm again didn't seem like the right environment. I thought about jobs in project management. I even applied to one at a startup that seemed like a cool environment, but ultimately it just, it didn't really seem like a purposeful step or a step in forward. It just kind of was like something to do. Um, and also in retrospect, I realized that one of the big issues was that I was asking myself, what kinds of jobs do people with my kind of experience do? Rather than asking myself, what do I want to do? <laughs> Which seems obvious, but I wasn't doing that. <laughs> so I started to do things on the side that just appealed to me. I took a photography class and I started a travel blog. Um, and, you know, I thought maybe if I built up my outside of work hobbies and things that I enjoyed, the balance of that would would work for me, that I was getting enough sort of joy out of those activities that I didn't need it out of my job. Um, but 
turns out I think I'm someone who needs more from my job and turns out I don't really enjoy blogging. (laughs) But it did sort of make me realize that I needed a creative outlet, which is not something I would have been able to articulate before that particularly. I think if you would have asked me 10 years ago, are you creative? I would have said, no, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Um, And that just turns out to be false. (laughs) Um, So finally, I ended up setting up this stuck in a rut session with a career coach that I found on the Muse And I don't know why this step took me so long. For some reason, it just didn't occur to me that I should get help from somebody else with this process. It was just something I was like, I'm just going to figure it out in my brain. (laughs) Um, So, you know, this was just like three mini sessions with someone. And I picked her largely because she sort of presented a more holistic approach. I knew it wasn't just a let's get your resume in order because some part of me knew that I needed something sort of more deep than just updating my resume. Um, And sure enough, I got that (laughs) when I sort of told her my whole thing and where I'd come from and what I was thinking. And she just was sort of like, oh, yeah you are not ready to apply for jobs. You need to go back and do a whole bunch of like figuring yourself out. Um, (laughs) Then She's like, I've never said this to anyone, but I sort of feel like maybe an ayahuasca trip would help you. (laughs) It's like, am I like so genuinely screwed up that like I need to go take drugs to figure this out? Um, Which I then definitely proceeded to consider because I was so desperate to like get an answer, right? Like I'm sure you guys know that feeling. You're just like anything. Someone tell me what to do. (laughs) Um, So I did not, I did not do that. Um, But I did take her advice and just say, all right, I'm not at the applying to jobs phase. I'm at the going back to the drawing board phase. And that was overwhelming. Um, It was, you know, exhausting to think about the long process of starting from scratch in a lot of ways. Um, But something also really resonated that it felt right. It felt like, yeah, I think this is true. I do need to do this in order to get to a really, a more aligned answer for myself. And it was just kind of nice to have someone give me permission to go back to the drawing board. Um, So I just started doing all of the things with no particular goal other than just, I'm just going to do some things and see if I like them and see where it goes. And I took an Adobe InDesign class. I took a voiceover class Some guy on the street in New York once was like, you should do voiceovers. Like, I know I'm not the princess character. I'd probably be like, you know, the sidekick monster animal. (laughs) But anyway, I was like, I don't know. I'll go do that. It was terrifying. Let me just tell you, I don't mind talking. I, I have a podcast now. So that it didn't seem like it would be something that would be so wildly out of my comfort zone. But I'd go into that class and get up there to speak and my heart would just be (laughs) like pattering, shaking. And um, 
yeah, I was not particularly good at it. Uh, but it was a really good experience in, all right, I'm just going to do something outside of my comfort zone. And so I did that. Uh, I started this podcast in this era that was, I said, okay, I think it'd be fun. I do like talking to people. Um, I'll meet interesting people doing interesting things. The same reason I put it out for you guys, I was kind of doing it for myself. Um, I flirted with the idea of a startup. A friend of an, I were thinking about doing this almost like rent the runway for tablescapes. And we, I mean, we got as far as like creating an LLC. And then I just realized this is basically a logistics business. And uh, something sort of told me that that was not going to be a huge <laughs> strength of mine. Um, and then... You know, I had always, we just renovated my kitchen. I was doing my apartment, designing it. And I realized this I love. Like, I could just sit around and spend hours and hours, you know, playing with design. And so I started um, pursuing pursuing that. And I also then found another person to speak to who was a therapist slash um, sort of executive coach um, and just to help me think through some of these experiences and direction. Um, and one of the first things she had me do was go and find a bunch of job descriptions of things that like I might sort of be interested in to bring them in so we could discuss them. And I had like a massive visceral negative reaction to doing that. Everything just was like, I was just like, I feel so trapped by even thinking about trying to get these jobs. A, I don't feel like I'm quote unquote qualified. B, I don't want this job. <laughs> like, it just felt like not even a lateral move. They all just felt like backward steps. And I was like, are there only backward steps from where I am? Is this like <laughs> the best I could do? Um, and so I realize I like I really have to look at what my values are. It's not just about what the job description is. And I think part of my reaction to the, some of these things was, it turns out one of my very top values is freedom and flexibility. And the idea of going into another sort of, you know, corporation or kind of stodgy, conservative uh, <laughs> institution of any kind was really making me anxious. Like I realized that's not, that is part of the problem. That is not a good situation for me. Uh, I also started to realize I, I, I like creating things. I'd had these experiences of building this podcast. And even though we decided not to go with it, the idea of building that business was really intriguing to me, and I was I was liking that feeling, um, and also realizing I don't really care about other people's measures of success. Like, you know, whether or not I became partner was really like not a motivating factor for me at all. Um, so, sort of achieving for achieving's sake just doesn't do it for me. Um, so through all of this, I just. I came back and said, you know, what I really would have been enjoying doing is interior design. So I took a whole class on it. I really loved it. I started researching what it meant to actually do the job. Um, and the holdup for a while is that I kept telling myself it's not realistic. Like, you look it up, you're like, really, I should probably go back and do a whole other four-year degree, which I'm not going to do. Um, they don't make any money. Um, 
And so I tabled it in my mind a little bit, but then talking it through more, I thought, what if I just allowed myself to explore the possibility that this is realistic? Why am I telling myself that it isn't? Um, P.S. Like, again, in the background, I'm doing this podcast and constantly having these conversations about the limits that we put on ourselves and, you know, talking to people that have done interesting different things and kind of giving me the courage to think, oh, yeah, there is more that's possible. Um, And what if I started looking for evidence that this is realistic as opposed to for evidence that this is not realistic? Um, And I started to find that evidence. I started to find people who were making this work in different ways without the, you know, full sort of school background and were doing it in ways that made a livable wage. And I just started to get really excited about it. And at some point it just clicked. I said, I'm doing it. I, I, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and so I started getting projects and I built my website and my husband and I sat down and made a sort of financial plan that would allow me to leave my job at Fordham and really give it a shot. And I was planning to do that in June. But um, as I'm sure you guys noticed in March, we (laughs) had a massive global pandemic and everything kind of got thrown up in the air a bit. So Chris and I decided in late March in New York, it was sort of exploding. And my father has a house in Montana. We just said, let's just let's just drive there. Um, So we did for what we thought would be a couple of months. Um, and it turned into seven. <laughs> I actually haven't even been back to New York since March. <laughs> um, my husband's job, uh, he works in tech and it went fully remote, uh, early, like April. They just said, we're not reopening the New York office. You can work from wherever you want. Um, and we had been considering leaving New York before any of that. Um, here and there, nothing like very targeted, but now we had this opportunity that I was planning to leave my job. His job could now be anywhere. So we decided that what we wanted to do was uh, move to San Diego. So we started making plans to do that. But of course, um, I had originally been planning on doing sort of in-person interior design in New York City. Um, which does not work with San Diego or a global pandemic. So um, I was really thrust into trying to figure out, okay, what does this mean? What is the next step? Um, So I sort of took my business model and thought, all right, well, I can do this. You can do things virtually now. Uh, So did some virtual projects. And it's one of those things where, in, in so many ways, I think it was a blessing in disguise because in this time period of rethinking it, I, I sort of dug into my strengths and what I really enjoy, getting back to like freedom and flexibility, a job that is not tied to a particular geographic location is actually really well suited for <laughs> my desire for freedom and flexibility. Um, and then on top of it, I really realized that I have loved doing this podcast and, you know, through the 
my own process of figuring out what I want to do and the experience of doing this podcast, I really, I realized that sort of at a higher level, one thing I am really passionate about is the idea of living on purpose. Um, the idea of designing your life rather than having life happen to you. Like my worst nightmare would be to be on my deathbed and look back and think, eh, my life was fine. Like fine is a four-letter word <laughs> in my book. It's just so damning. Um, I think we have to do better than that than just surviving. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're already on the road to figuring that out. Um, and so, you know, I think we already know that feeling of waking up with sort of a sense of existential dread, like, is this all there is? You know, I know I was feeling that multiple different times in my career. Um, but I have experienced on the other side and believe it to be possible, sparks of joy every day, feeling aligned in what you're doing and having hope about what your future holds. Um, and it's not easy. It's not a quick fix. <laughs> I certainly can attest to that, that it's really a longer journey. And so as these things have been floating around in my head, I've sort of conceptualized something I call illegal design. And it's a foundation for building a purposeful and fulfilling life. And doing that through a home that reflects and inspires you through alignment of who you are and what you do, and also cultivating fun. Like life should be fun. Go do things that you enjoy for no reason. Go on adventures, get yourself out of your comfort zone, and really like dream about what your life could look like. Um, and it's not our normal sort of lawyer achiever muscling through to an answer, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think the problem there is we need to create space to explore and like plant these seeds and let our clarity grow. And I know that that sounds probably pretty like touchy feely to a lot of you. Um, not how we're used to solving problems. Um, but that's also kind of the point. Um, Doing it this other super logical step way has gotten us where we are. And, you know, I think we're all here chatting with each other because it, it on some level didn't work. Um, and so if you want a different result, you have to take a different approach. And I have been finding this to be very true and very effective. Um, and so... I just know this to be true, that if you invest the time in these processes, you get to a better long-run answer than a Band-Aid that you might be trying to slap on something. And so, so I'd like to create a space for us all to talk about these things. Um, and the podcast is one space. Um, but it can feel a little one directional from me to you. Um, so I'm starting a Facebook group uh, to really dig into some of these things. And a Facebook group, by the way, that I am very committed to um, building and nurturing and being involved in um, because, you know, 
I have started Facebook groups before that went nowhere and I realize what doesn't work. So it's really a thing that I, I, I'm going to put a lot of time and effort into. And I sort of just call this, it'll be called the illegal design Facebook group. Um, We'll talk about home, you know, sort of the ways your home can make you happier, improve your life. You can, if you have like, is this a hideous wallpaper? You can ask me a question. I'm happy to chime in. Uh, Also talk about work, which is, of course, a lot of what we talk about on this podcast, you know, whether it be your strengths and what those could play into or what might be holding you back. Um, It also will serve as a tribe, a group of people who are like-minded. I think we have all experienced this idea that the lawyers and the worlds that we've been in are very conservative about what they think is possible. Um, And that can be a real limitation on us. So in this group, everything is possible. It's just about trying to talk about what's right for you. And like I said, play, let's talk about fun, adventure, getting out of our comfort zone, dreaming about the future. Um, And I'll do some live videos. You guys can ask questions. I really, I really want this to be an interactive community where we support each other. That's like my vision for it. Um, And so if that would be valuable to you, I'd love for you to come join just illegal design Facebook group. I'll include the link as well in the episode uh, show notes. Um, I will also just be keeping up with normal episodes on here. So if you're like, have just listened to the last five minutes and been like, uh, that's a lot, Megan, that is not for me. <laughs> um, that's not where I am. I get it. I get it. You can still just check in here for like episodes that will be normal moving forward. Um, but I will also be adding some mini episodes talking more about, um, the sort of illegal design concept that I've, I've just outlined. Um, so hopefully there'll still be something for everyone, but I just wanted to sort of wrap up by, by really thanking you guys all for listening and for being in touch. Those who have, um, man, it's been, it's, been a real year (laughs) and I know it's been difficult and sad uh, for a lot of us on on some levels it's also been a real year of growth um, I think probably for everyone Um, and I'm feeling really hopeful about the possibilities for 2021 and I hope you are too and so I, uh, I wish you all happy holidays 